Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 114. 114? Should I say 114? Which, which sounds better? 114 of Reboot already you can say underway. Whatever you want. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by David, the master of the Baja Blaster, Becker. I had a Baja Blast. He did? Yesterday. <laughs> and Aaron. Uh... <laughs> Spooky, <laughs> Aaron. Spooky, spooky. <laughs> you sure? October, and we got uh, Lacey's creative. Uh, oh yeah, it is October. Bag, yeah. Oh shoot, I forgot I did that last year. Uh oh. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> guys, we got a bit of a, a shorter episode. Something just to be a stopgap until we got something a little bit bigger on the horizon, like the Titanic. Like you're sitting on the docks and you're waving and you're saying bye, Titanic. And then you see the Titanic on the horizon, but it's not coming to you. It's actually going to the bottom of the ocean, but you don't know that yet. Um, you, you wake up one day, you read it in the paper, the daily paper. The paper boy comes, hey, I got a paper for you. <laughs> Where did the Titanic leave from? Apparently Brooklyn. And he hands you the paper and you're like, oh no, the Titanic sunk. My whole family's dead. That's what the I, next show's like. I think you just wrote... The only Titanic story that's more boring than the movie. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> Speaking of true stories, <laughs> I guess that kind of segued, even though I just really let myself go off the rails on that. Uh, we're talking about biopics that should be made. Guys, I don't know if you saw about this Elton John biopic that's happening. Uh, yes, we talked about it last week. I don't remember that. <laughs> it's been a you really... You don't remember it. It's been a really long week. Anyway, apparently Terry in the Rocket Man <laughs> So that's gonna happen. Either way... Well, I, I'm not completely sold. Also, like, I'm not quite sold on this Bohemian Rhapsody movie. I just think... I mean, those are interesting stories. I'd like to hear them. I just don't know about the talent behind them. So we'll see. But what movie do you... Th what, what story... Whose life story do you think should be told in, in biopic form? Aaron, do you want to start? Alright, so I'm, I, I, I'm going to start. I have a really weird choice because Lacey just gave us this topic with like 10 minutes notice. <laughs> So uh, I didn't realize I this was like going to happen. Time to think through good choices. Okay. So uh, this this is my this is my weird choice. Okay. I want to see a biopic of the life of David Lynch. Thought you were gonna say is David he... Becker. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I want be... that too. I want that too. But the cool. story's and not done yet. Story that I told you, Aaron, about my laptop. Oh my, oh my god, you told them the laptop story. He told me the entire laptop story. No, I thought you were... <laughs> I, mean, I didn't realize it was a movie pitch at the time. No, no. But, you know. <laughs> For David's biopic, we'd have to do something like in BoJack Horseman, where they're like, wait, how are you supposed to finish your story if you're still alive? And they're like, BoJack has to die. <laughs> like, we'd have to do that. So I'm glad we're not doing about David. Becker. Yeah, I just, but David I, I Lynch, though. Picked, I just picked David Lynch. Because I'm like, you, you know, David Lynch has done some weird 
things in his life. <laughs> he know? has to have, yeah. Like, he, he is a very interesting person, and you see those, like, influences emerge in all his work, and you know they're stemming from somewhere, mm-hmm. and I just, I just want a David Lynch biopic done in, like, the style of a David Lynch movie. Would, because you know that's, like, how he perceives his entire life. <laughs> now, would David Lynch direct it? I think he would have to. I don't think anyone <laughs> can ever understand David Lynch as well as he does. And who, who would play him? Uh, I, I, uh, I, uh, uh, Tilda Swinton. Uh, <laughs> Using oh my god! <laughs> makeup skills from the Suspiria remake. She has the practice now, so I think no. Be... I think that's amazing. <laughs> I think that's an amazing choice. Like... They actually don't look that dissimilar. Like they look, no. <laughs> they they look very close alike. It's a good choice. What what key moment would you want to see in a David Lynch biopic? Uh... I want to see him uh, filming that last, like, half hour of Mulholland Drive (laughs) and just, like, everyone around him getting so confused and angry and then him him just forging ahead, you know, like, he he has this vision and he's going to carry it out no matter what. You want to see David Lynch, uh, the camera shot would be through the dollar bill of him snorting a line before he did the last 30 minutes of Mulholland Drive. (laughs) Oh, just one line? Yeah. Well, it was a big, long line. It was a thick <laughs> line, I'll tell you what, man. It was like that, all the way down uh, Mulholland Drive. They, they went to the actual Mulholland Drive street. And he got in the limo, and they just, all right, drive ahead slowly. <laughs> just sucked it up. All of it. So, David, what's, what's your choice, buddy? So, I feel like I have a little bit of an unconventional pick as well. Okay. But hear me out. What about an iconic writer? What a, mm-hmm. does a lot of drugs? Oh, okay. What about uh, the good old Stephen King? Oh. Because <laughs> yeah. you think about it. We're, a lot of you guys drugs. went in a very similar like direction. <laughs> this a lot time. of drugs, so you could do a lot of hallucination, mm-hmm. hallucination scenes, which would be like... <laughs> Interesting. He, you can, for dramatic effect, you, you know, he, there was that car crash where he almost died in. Mm-hmm. Shoot about that. I feel like I need Stephen King to write his own uh, screenplay, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he needs I need to write more it. Then I want Charlie Day to be Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> and then I want Bo Burnham to direct it. <laughs> Okay. It's an interesting choice, yeah. Not that you see this movie. Not the only time Bo Burnham's going to show up in one of our movies. <laughs> so, we'll, uh, we'll see him in a minute. No, that would be awesome. Now, does this feel too goosebumps? <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> if the movie, also, like, when he's writing stories, like, his characters are, like, they come on the screen, they talk to him and stuff. Is that two goosebumps? Well, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. It could be like the whole drug, like, infused yeah. rage, heavy metal, like Pennywise pops up, or like I Children mean, of the Corn. Like, you, 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 it, it, it's, it's, it's like misery, 
which is like like the novel he wrote about his experiences with drug addiction <laughs> while trying to be a writer and stuff. But it's like that, like cranked up to like 20 degrees. <laughs> yes. I, I think I got something. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I think there's something there. Guys, Hollywood, my answer is uh, way too in-depth. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> because I've I've been thinking about this question. <laughs> ever since Aaron went to camp I was like I wanted to do this but I didn't want to like do it because I was like I'd be really interested in hearing what Aaron came up with too so I'm like well I gotta wait till we're all together um I kind of might have wasted it but we can do this one again I think there's this is rich it's a rich tapestry we could weave um guys how has there never been a biopic about the Beatles how is there not no I'm pretty sure I think I would have seen it by now if there was I, if if anyone doesn't know this about me, I, I would assume like who's ever still alive is like holding on to, to like, the right kind of rights. That... Yeah, Paul and Ringo are like, nah, yeah. nah, man. I honestly don't know which ones are still. Alive. <laughs> well, if anyone doesn't know this by now, I'm sure it's been made very clear through a lot of different episodes. I'm a very big Beatles fan. They're they're my favorite band of all time. Love them, um, and. I <laughs> I spent many years of my life reading like books about the Beatles, like thick books. <laughs> so I know like wait. I I mean the last book I read was probably like on the Beatles. <laughs> it was probably like <laughs> in the last time I read it. And last book in general. It was probably like 6 years ago, so it's been a while. But um yeah, so, like, I just think there's such a, like, a, a deep story to tell there. But in my story, in my, like, perfect mind, my perfect world of the Beatles biopic, I don't need to see them playing Liverpool. I don't need to see that. I don't need to see them doing their, like, early stuff. Because it's good. But what I really need, and I don't even, I don't even, listen, listen. I don't even need Revolver. I don't need Rubble, Rubber Soul, my favorite album of theirs. I don't need that. I don't need Sgt. Peppers, and I don't need Magical Mystery Tour, but what I do need is a movie all about the making of the White Album, because it's the album that is just their weirdest, <laughs> and it's, there's such like an interesting story behind it, because it's so long, it's two, it's four sides, two discs, and like tons of songs. Because it's basically four solo albums on one Beatles album. Because this was, like, deep into their, like, hating each other. But also, like, still, like, seeing each other as, like, creative partners. So it's, like, super, like, that would be such a, like, just rich for character development and great performances. And this is, like, deep when they're, like, going to India all the time. And George is getting really in, into Hinduism and all that. And I'm like, that is just, that is the moment that I really want to see portrayed, man. Oh my God, it would be so good. And, and like this movie that I built up in my mind would be so amazing. Um, and so to play the Beatles, Bo Burnham would have to play John Lennon. <laughs> Honestly, he would have to. He has the John Lennon thing going on. I think he looks like me. You just have to grow a beard. Um, Ansel Elgort would play uh, Paul McCartney. 
And then, <laughs> and then George and Ringo. I'm wait, still I, like, wait, who's Ansel? Is that a? That's a baby driver. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I feel like you need um, the Kingsman guy too. Taron Egerton. <sighs> see, I just don't. I don't. His vibe. I don't fit. I don't see it fitting with either Ringo or George. Because George was the very spiritual guy, you know, he was like, I just don't see Taryn fitting in there. And then as well, Ringo, it's just like, who is Ringo? <laughs> this enigma of a person. <laughs> the fourth Exactly, deal. that could just be Taryn Eager. <laughs> I guess, sure, we'll put Taryn as Ringo. Yes. And then, man, I just like, George is my favorite Beatle. So I'm just like, I gotta get like the perfect pick for him. And I honestly... Hmm, no, he's too old. I was gonna, because they're like 20 when this is all happening. I mean, Bo Burnham's shooting a bit old, but John Lennon always had like an old soul thing going on. So, like, man, I don't know. I would say like John Krasinski, I could see being George, but too old, too old at this point. So, that's something that I need to work out. I need to work out the kinks in this. We'll, we'll just, we'll just uh, use uh, CGI de aging. Yes, yes. We don't, we don't have to move. <laughs> we don't need... Oh! This is, this is, this is 2018, man. Timothy, Timothy Chalamet. Sorry, Timothy Chalamet is perfect. For George, absolutely right, yeah. perfect. Um, yeah, that, so in my spec script that I'm going to be writing all about... No, I probably won't. I don't have the rights to that. Um, but man, it would be a great movie. And to direct it... I would get David Lynch. <laughs> no, I'd get... I don't know. I, I, I don't even know. I, 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 the director is harder. Because who, who can do such a good ensemble cast? Oh, David Ayer. David Ayer will direct it. <laughs> He's certainly not doing Suicide Squad 2, so... And we, as we all know, David Ayer just has like a top-notch ear for music. You oh, know, yeah. Based on Suicide Squad. Like. Two trailer park girls <laughs> go around the outside. I mean, he knows. He knows how it fits. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my pick. <laughs> it was Like I said, I've been thinking about this. We need to do this again. Because I'm sorry I only gave short notice on this. But... I mean, I still think at. I have a great... You I do. I still think I have a great option. Oh, I think you both have great options. Because I'd love to see a David Lynch biopic. <laughs> like, what? And I... Just like what Stephen King, Charlie Day as Stephen King, in Charlie Day just doing a whole bunch of drugs and like talking to stuff on his shoulder. Yeah. Would you think? Do you do you think Stephen King starts at one side of Mall and Drive, <laughs> and they meet in the middle, and then they put their dollars together? Maybe, and then is it is it like a Lady and the Tramp yes. like situation? Like they're they're running down the line, right? Okay, yeah, okay. They're running down the line of the dollar, and they suck through the. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Anyway, we're moving on <sighs> to the upcoming movies of the week, guys. This is kind of a big week. Well, yeah, define big, I guess. It, it's a good movie week, I think. Because, honestly, Oscar contending movie here, 
Goosebumps oh, sure. too, Haunted Halloween. Yeah. Like, oh my god, man. Jack Black, best uh, supporting actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, best Love visual effects, for sure. Kid from best, It. Best original screenplay. Because yeah. you know, they, didn't, they didn't just go the lazy route and just like copy the same exact plot no. from the first Goosebumps movie. They, they, they came at this from a whole new angle. You know, They're like, we have so many Goosebumps books to draw from. We have so many ways to go with a story. Why would we just copy the same storyline again? We have so many different possibilities. So uh, original screenplay definitely in the bag for, for that one. Yeah. Do we need to say anything else about Goosebumps 2? I think you nailed it right there. I will be seeing this Thursday night. <laughs> so I will not because... I'll go myself. I don't care. chiller. You're a straight I'm chiller. I'm a straight American and Michigan American chiller. American chiller, dude. man. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, see, I never... The, has, he, uh... has he finished those books yet? Like they're they're not as prominent outside of Michigan, so I don't like I don't like see them around much anymore. Like, has he, is he is he done? Has he done every state? Like, I, I mean, I, let me look it up. Aaron, do you think I've been to a bookstore in the last three years? <laughs> Just well, it's been uh, six since you've read one. Since I've read one, Amazon Prime that baby. <laughs> so, uh, sorry. Let's get to the other Oscar contender. Uh, <clears throat> Bad times at the El Royale. Is that the? It's the movie about the bad about times at the El Royale. Oh yeah, I totally remember now. <laughs> Here, let me. The, the, the one where the, there's a hotel that like sits on the border between. And there's a Nevada bad time there, California. <laughs> and then, oh yeah, like, all that, these that kind of looked, looked interesting. I think fits is the one I'm thinking about. I am very excited about this movie. We should see it. If uh, if Cabin in the Woods is any any indicator, I think this is gonna be a great movie. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's like Drew Goddard being the director is like what makes what what sells me on this movie. Yeah, I yeah. I, I, do you do you, do you think in the movie uh, Jeff Bridges? Do you think he'll be playing the dude or Rooster Cogburn? <laughs> Which one? Uh, uh, I think Rooster. Oh really? I think he's gonna play more of a dude. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I, th- we'll see. I think he's going to be uh, whoever his character was from R.I.P.D. Rooster Cogburn? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that who he was? Yeah. yeah, literally just Rooster Cogburn. <laughs> like a comedic rooster. But like... but like. Right, pause, there's a event. You know. Pause, there's an event with Jonathan Rand called Chillin' with the Chiller that you can attend at Lansing City Pulse. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> but, but, but has he finished... The books, or is he? Is he that's yeah, that's a, a yeah, wait, R. R. Martin and doing all these publicity stunts without ever actually getting back to his writing? You know, will that's he, what I want. Will he ever finish those I think, books? Wait, no, I think he's at no. forty. He's at forty. No, he's at forty-one. North Carolina night creatures. Was that's American chillers. Where's Michigan chillers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's two separate series. Michigan, Michigan. I don't know because there's like. Like he just does Michigan like cities, but like there's 50 states, right? Yeah. No. Like at least that one has a clear endpoint. You you don't you want to go like, like down that the one Michigan has a... chiller list until you're at a place like you know like Seabling. Like who's gonna, <laughs> who's gonna care? 
Dude, his don't they have to rhyme? What rhymes, with C- <laughs> what rhymes with C-Boing? <laughs> and it's alliterative always. Yeah. Sexy yeah. times and C-Boing. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, not, not anymore. I don't, I don't, I don't live Aaron there. Aaron doesn't live there anymore. There's no more sexy times. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> well, that's bad times at the El Royale. <laughs> What is this show anymore? Continue, David. Okay, never mind. Next Oscar contender, Beautiful Boy, which I really thought was going to be an Oscar contender when I saw that trailer, because the trailer made me cry, (laughs) and then I was like, oh, 64%. Uh Uh-oh. That comes out this week. Uh, yeah. Release. Um, I don't know, man. I'll look it up. Yeah, Steve Carell though, just making a huge Oscars push this year. I don't know. <laughs> as he does, uh, as he has been doing like every year. Yeah, but he's in. Th- isn't he in three like Oscar movies this year? He's in this. He's in Vice, and he's in right. Uh, and he's in that one. Uh, Welcome to Marwin. Dolls or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Which also, that trailer makes me cry, too. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Steve Carell, man, he's out to get the tears out of me. He's like, get those out of you, boy. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm still excited to see this. Because I'm a sucker for father-son stories. Moving on. <laughs> Okay. What is this show? Alright, let's be honest. We're all just trying to talk about First Man. Let's be honest. Who cares about the other ones? But but this one doesn't seem like an Oscar contender. No. You know? Mm. Like, it looks real bad. No, nothing they would go for here. No no, no. Like, favorite directors. Yeah, or no favorite auteur. stars or yeah. favorite mm. subject material. You know, Nothing like that. No, it's not even a biopic. I mean, come on. <sighs> this movie looks freaking amazing. Oh my god. I am so excited. Um, Oh shoot. I'm going to be seeing Goosebumps 2 on Thursday instead of this. <laughs> I just, that just dawned on me. Curse you, uh, 31 days of following. <laughs> Hashtag priorities. We're doing, alright, that's it. Goosebumps at 7, this movie at 9, I'm doing it. I don't know how long, Goosebumps is way less than 2 hours, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't have enough plot to, uh... Sustain, sustain anything it. longer than an hour, even. Um, yeah, this movie looks great. Ryan Gosling, always a big fan of the Rye Gods. The golden god, if you will. I will not. I will not. He's not my golden god. You know who is, Aaron? Uh, who? The golden god himself from It's Always Sunny. Ah. The golden god, Dennis. Let's just be honest. This is the most attractive cast of all time. (laughs) You got Ryan Gosling. You got Claire Foy. Jason Clark. Kyle Chandler. Kyle, oh, oh, yeah, Kyle Chandler. Kyle, put I'll, that butt in my face, Chandler. 
Jake, just, if, yeah, that's his middle name. I was going to say, if you want to wait till Sunday, we could go see it. I'd love but, to. I'll see it Sunday. Corey Stoll? Cute guy? <laughs> I don't know. I just think, like, wow, I'm just looking through all these people, and I'm like, I would watch any of these people do anything. <laughs> like, what is happening? Um, man. You want to see what the critics are saying? <laughs> I, I do not if you're gonna if you're gonna do that uh first man uses a personal focus yeah. to fuel a look back at a pivotal moment in human history. Too bad Fox News is mad about it. <laughs> that's what they that's, say. That's the official that's description. They say. You know? It's not American if you don't show the American flag. <laughs> Which apparently there are American flags everywhere in this movie. <laughs> Just not that scene. Whatever. 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 I'm sick of it. I'll just... The only Fox News I need is the movie that's being made with Margot Robbie. <laughs> so let's move on. <laughs> Two. What have you been watching this week? And guys, it's been 31 days of Halloween. I didn't say it last week. But it is that. But I'm going to start with the TV side of things. Because I watched a pilot... That my family wants to watch. You, you know who else watched? A pilot. And also, every pilot. <laughs> did you see the pilot about a pilot? I, I did see the pilot about the pilot. So did Manifest the, is a show. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're all talking about the yeah, same show. Yeah, we are. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, Manifest is a it's show. Manifest, yeah. My mom even watched it. She goes, it's kind of like Lost. I'm like, don't you ever Never say, say that, that again. again because this show... You watched Lost, Joe. This show is This Is Us with a very small supernatural twist. <laughs> and I yeah. don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I did yeah. not watch episode two yet. But, um... Yeah, Aaron, you, you say a little bit more about it. That's, I just summed up all my thoughts right there. I mean... That's pretty much it. It's it's trying to capture that the same kind of lost phenomenon where it's like you know here's this ensemble cast and here's these mysteries, these long running mysteries and stuff. And mm -hmm. there's a plane, but uh, so it, it, you can't you can't recapture no, that. It is so well, yeah, it's desperate because Lost was like a singular vision and honestly and the greatest television show of all time. It, it was it was like such a perfect creative storm, but also it came at just the right time in television. Because mm -hmm. like nowadays, you're never going to recapture that same kind of that same kind of culture. There's too much that was around Lost because ratings aren't nearly that high. And like, there's just so much other great television vying for your time. That, yeah, like you say, Lost worked because that was it. <laughs> like, as if you're looking yeah, that, for something that like that on like, cable. In retrospect, the death of broadcast TV. Like, yeah. That was the high note that they went out on. And it's such a high note, though. <laughs> like, I can't understate how much I love Lost. It is honestly my favorite show. Even the ending, which I love, but I know a lot of people hate. But I can not, I can also not understate how boring this show is. <laughs> <laughs> like, actually boring. Do you remember the first episode of Lost? There's a plane crash. A man gets sucked into a jet engine. There is a monster knocking down trees in the jungle. What does this episode have? Oh, I can hear my head in my head. 
<laughs> like, oh, okay, that's real fun. <laughs> oh, this little boy was going to die of cancer. Now he's alive. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, that kid is terrifying. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's horrifying. And I understand the kid probably looks normal, but they're trying to make him look like he has cancer, but it just makes him look like he's about to, like, stab his family Michael Myers style. <laughs> it's horrifying. <laughs> Maybe he is. Maybe that's the uh, season that's one. That's the plot twist. twist. It is a part of the Halloween cinematic universe. The HCU. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to watch it. But I'm going to watch episode two alone because my family already watched it. And I'm going to watch episode three with them. And if we decide, I, I'm, I'll watch it with them if they keep going. But if they're saying, no, we don't want to watch it. I'll be like, okay, I don't need to. <laughs> because, and am I wrong? There's, like, mm, the, the first sign that I'm like, this show has, just it, there's something not right about it, is, like, when they're on the plane and the event happens, whatever it is. Like, there's a lightning storm and the whole plane shakes. I'm like, wouldn't it be so much creepier and weirder if nothing happened and they just tried to land normally? Why do they have to have this lightning storm that's like, oh, now it just looks like a god is like, <laughs> like Zeus is trying to time warp you. I'm pretty sure Zeus does that in the Odyssey. I think you, I think you just wrote the, uh, <laughs> two no, I know how season one's going to end. I, I'm already calling it. They're going to no, end up. <laughs> you're going to say this and you'd be like, I knew this was going to happen. And like, it's not, and I'm just going to be, I'm, I don't want to hear it. But wait, why wouldn't you want it me on the record saying what I think's going to happen? Yeah, we're, nope. we're, gonna, we're gonna finally trap him, David. We're gonna we're gonna get him on the record. But Aaron, being all be all arrogant about this, and Aaron, then we'll, we'll we did him. call the ending of the season one of the Good Place, apparently. And so <laughs> we did. No, we we called it and then we dismissed it. We we're like, no, that's 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 silly. They wouldn't be in the bad place. <laughs> so, my thoughts for how season one's going to end is that they're going to take some other trip and they're all going to end back up in the first timeline again <laughs> so that has to be what happens and they're going to be like but we were in a different place <laughs> and it's going to be like whoa my memories are weird what if it's what if it's everyone else in the entire world then travels back five years in time everyone besides them so they're the only people left on earth because everyone else, everyone, everyone else travels back in time, so now they're ten years older. Because they've all, they've had the five years mm -hmm. since the people have come, and then everyone else travels back in time five years. So then, by the time <laughs> the people meet them again, it's ten years now. What if this and is just a... gonna keep on doing that every season? <laughs> what if, what is if this is a stealth prequel to Revolution? <laughs> that really, uh, you know, ratings darling on NBC. Yep. That, that was the next Lost right there. It was you know? trying, and I, I tried. I watched way too much of that show <laughs> because I thought maybe it might yeah. get better. I watched at least until the, into the second season, yes. like a few episodes into the second season. And I tried watching Once Upon a Time because that was going to be the next Lost, and I watched into the second season. I'm like, this show sucks. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. And I just, I, I've been looking for the next Lost, but... The next Lost will See, never exist. 
See, this that's what I'm trying to say, boys. Mm-hmm. It's one thing. It can't be recreated. Right. It's this iconic, beautiful, right. perfect show. He's he's not wrong. But have you seen Manifest? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now I'm going to get into my movies. Have you, and... have you seen this little show I like to call uh, God Friended Me? That's going to be the big one. We're... Look, out, look out for that. Aaron, wait for your turn. <laughs> I gotta go through 31 days of Halloween. I'm gonna actually not do them in chronological order, but instead in ranking order for 31 days of Halloween. So, bottom of the ranking, uh, the last broadcast, a movie I was pretty excited to watch and was like, oof. Yeah, you could tell this was Blair Witch before Blair Witch. <laughs> like, it's, uh, I'd rather take map movie, if I'm being honest. Which I never thought I'd say. There's, like, really interesting ideas here, and it's, like, cool to see that, like, this is how found footage, like, really got its first start, like, even before Blair Witch. Like, it got its functional start, not really its financial or, you know, cultural start, I suppose. Um, Right. So there's, like, really interesting stuff as far as that goes. To be fair, (laughs) can I say this? Yeah, I'll say it. Uh, this movie is not available to rent anywhere, so I had to watch it on YouTube. <laughs> I watched an upload of the movie. It's not illegal. It's on YouTube. <laughs> and there's no other place to rent it. I would have had to buy the DVD. Um, I'm also pretty sure it was uploaded by the people who made it. I'm not sure. I can't tell. It's really low quality, though, so <laughs> I don't know. So I didn't try to, I, I didn't take any of that into effect. I'm like, this probably looks better <laughs> made otherwise, but there's like, this movie does something that I've never seen done as far as endings to a found footage movie go. So I'd at least watch it. Like, it, it, does it have one? Yeah. Is, is, that, is that the difference? Yeah. Is, is that it actually <laughs> has an ending? Found footage movies have endings. They have your. They have RoboCop endings, Aaron. <laughs> no. Yes, they, they do. do. Not, yes, no. they absolutely do. The ending is when the is when the camera gets found. Yeah, that, that's, that's true. We, we're the real ending of that story. Oh by, man. By watching the footage. But yeah. Anyway, as someone who loves found footage movies, despite his better judgment. Knowing that most of them are garbage, but still being scared by them more than anything else. <laughs> this was not, this also did not feel like a horror movie. This is absolutely like a psychological thriller. Like, it's not, it's not what you expect it to be. So, no, if you know all that and you're still like, I'm interested, it's on YouTube. So. <sighs> Halfway through the credits, it cuts out and goes to an earlier part of the movie again. And I'm like, uh-oh, <laughs> this, this isn't right. I thought the movie was two hours long. It's like an hour and 30, and the last 30 minutes on the video are just earlier parts of the movie. So. That was definitely not a legal upload. Should I cut that? It's on YouTube. <laughs> it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. It doesn't make it. <laughs> I'm cutting it. I'm cutting it. Maybe not. We'll see. I don't care. Uh, then Insidious, which is... Uh, not a great movie by any means. How this found any footing at all baffles me. It's this, so... This is what I've been trying it, to tell you guys. It's so stupid. 
Like, there's moments. And I think if it weren't for James Wan directing this, I would have been completely out. I'd be like, no. The only thing that makes me want to watch the sequels is to figure out what in the world happened. <laughs> like, like, obviously the plot twist at the end, it won't spoil it for anyone if they haven't seen it. Like, I saw it coming. Because it's like, okay, at one of the you points... You saw it coming, huh? You saw it coming? Really? Aaron. Another iconic Aaron. Jacob moment. Aaron. I, I, can, we, can we start, Aaron? Let's take yeah. a separate list of every time Jake says he sees something coming or says that he called it. I mm-hmm. want to see how many times the, the iconic Jacob Lacey... I want to prove that this man's psychic. Because if this I man's think... psychic, we should be using his powers to pay our rent. <laughs> I think I think what we should do is uh, start a new podcast, just mm-hmm. the two of us, where we do commentary on this podcast and just like <laughs> crap on the entire time. Oh my god! Should I cut that? And should you do it? <laughs> because I would listen to that so much. I don't think we have the time for that. No, like, Jake. You, we'll see. We'll, uh, we we'll put it on secret, the back burner. We need your secret power at the casino. We need to start making some money. <laughs> Listen, I'm not. All right, I didn't see this plot twist coming from the beginning, but as soon as a certain moment happens, I'm like, okay, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Aaron gets what I'm saying because he probably saw it coming too. It's super obvious. It is, yes. Because number one, horror movies always need their twist ending, and. It's just dumb, man. This and number so two, dumb. this is not a, a very uh, creative horror film. No. So. But now I'm just like, I need to see two to be like, wait, they're all in the movie again? How? Two is the worst of the entire franchise. Does it make, do they even try to explain what happened? Because I know she's yeah, in they, it. <laughs> What's her name's in them? It's, it's very much a second part to the story, but it's bad. It's, it's really bad. The best part of this movie are the people that work with Lin Shay. Those two guys. I think they're they actually add like some charisma to it and I'm like, okay, this is kind of funny. Like when he's eating the hot pocket, I'm like, okay, it's kinda of dumb, but at least I'm enjoying something in this movie. <laughs> and then once they get into the further, I'm like, this is not good. <laughs> Especially the demon is the cheesiest thing I've ever seen. I'm like, what am I, are, because the only thing I've ever heard about Insidious is people posting about, oh my God, it's the scariest movie I've ever seen. And I'm like, I'm, yeah, what? I have heard that. And I'm like, what are That's they scared of? That's all I heard of? too. And yeah, it doesn't no. live up to that at all. There's All right. There's one good scene that I think is actually pretty scary and it's the scene where they're all sitting around the table and she has like the gas mask on or whatever feeding into the headphones that scene Mm -hmm. is awesome that is like the main reason i'm like okay i don't feel bad that i watched this because that is really great um plus patrick wilson man i'd watch him do just about anything too (laughs) except for uh that one movie which one i forget the one with girl from not unfriended i'm now just like naming other movies to try and get to this movie home sweet hell <laughs> that's the one. Oh, i don't the, know that movie the worst movie of all time maybe i'll talk about it one day um i, th- I think you have maybe i, I, I have about it on the podcast. anyway predator is next 
I don't know. I didn't like Predator very much. Whoever puts this in as high of regard as, like, the Alien franchise, uh, see a counselor. Because you're obviously un unwell. <laughs> it's not that good. It's not very good. It's it, it, it basically coasts on, like, that 80s, you know, charm of... Yeah, you know, like, like Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. giving the one-liners mm -hmm. and like the cheesy <laughs> oh special God. effects. And... <laughs> so many. <laughs> the one-liners were honestly the thing that kept me going. If I'm being honest, I'm like, "What's the next one? What's the next one?" <laughs> um, but you know, even Shane Black makes writing mistakes sometimes. It's predator. Further proof. See, uh, <laughs> see the, the predator. predator. <laughs> it's now, but not for long. <laughs> Anyway, I'm done talking about that. Actually, honestly, I don't know if it's still in theaters. It might have, yeah, it might have I doubt been picked it. out already. I think it's done, yeah. Friday the 13th. Bad movie. But good because of it. <laughs> this movie is so stupid. They play Strip Monopoly. <laughs> How? How? I don't care. I texted Aaron that. I'm like, how does one play Strip Monopoly? He's like, I don't think the rules matter in a strip game. But I'm like, but why make it Monopoly then? <laughs> like, literally it's any neat. other game. Jake, you just gotta play to know. I gotta. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but, man, they, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Mrs. Voorhees, though. <laughs> It's she's doing something with this performance, and I won't say it's a good thing, but it's something. It's great that that final monologue of hers, love it. They Such were, a great scene. They were too busy making love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Okay, that's like, that's I. You know, I know that like the Friday the Thirteenth is all like, oh, everyone has sex, and then Jason kills them. Like, that's the whole, like, point of the movies. But I didn't realize there was this deep-seated reason for why he kills people who have sex. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> why? <laughs> why does it have to be this way? Also read the description for, like, some of the Halloween movies, and I'm like, wait, is that why Michael Myers kills people, too? <laughs> I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Sex and violence. That's that's all these uh, slasher films are. I guess. And you know Except what? Except for the Nightmare on Elm Street ones. Those ones are mainly just violence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except for Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Which, which we'll I, talking oh, about. I'm, get, I'm getting there eventually this, <laughs> this month. I'm getting there. Don't you worry. Um, and then, honestly, the biggest shock for this list, uh, Jennifer's Body... <laughs> Which is, like, so good. Like, I honestly, is it good? Yes. <laughs> I have to say it is. Like, like here, here's my thing on Jennifer's Body, is I think it has some, like, significant structural flaws. Mm -hmm. Like, I think there's some point where they're doing, like... It's been a while since I've seen it, but I think there's some point where they, like, reveal something about, like, the supernatural element either too early or too late... I don't remember. There is. Did. There's something about Amanda Seyfried at the end of the movie that they like introduce, and it's like, whoa, okay, that's out of nowhere. 
Yeah, is that yeah. the one? So I think if they had like edited it better, it would have been right. like, a great movie. I, oh As man, it's just like I don't know, man. I might be on the it's great train. <laughs> this movie is so much trashy fun. Like I can't even describe how fun this movie is. Spe- oh, you know, I need to see. I need to see this movie. You need to. It's on HBO, <laughs> so you can watch it there. I have HBO. Also, yeah, Aaron. Uh, did it? Didn't I ask you for your HBO before? What? Like, like you? We, we were talking about this. He was yeah. me he just got HBO, and I was like, "Did did Lacey not give you his HBO? I've had it goes, for like oh, a it's... year." And Aaron goes, "Aaron oh, has my it. HBO." Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, and I like I because I remember I was like, trying to watch Game of Thrones, and I was like, "Yo, can I have it?" And you're like, "Well, it's my parents. Oh no." No, Hulu is my parents. You can have my HBO. Oh. Okay, okay. Yeah, Hulu. Not not HBO. HBO is mine. Right. My parents use my HBO, but no. Yeah. No, it's on I, HBO. I understand. I, I was, did not I know was, Aaron had my HBO, so that's interesting as well. I um, haven't, like, watched anything on there. No, it's. Like, I mean, you can. I mean, I just didn't know. <laughs> anyway, this movie. Man, I, I don't even know. I don't even know what I would do to fix it. Because there are problems. I think, honestly, take Megan Fox out and replace her with a better actress might be the only thing I can say. I don't know. I think uh, I think Megan Fox really works in that role because of like her, her like cultural reputation is like being subverted throughout it, kind of thing. So. I think it works. I, I and I think it adds to the trashy fun. Also, like, where is Megan Fox right now? <laughs> Does anyone know? Is she okay? <laughs> like, she's just not in movies anymore. She's she's waiting for a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three. Okay, never. you know. <laughs> but either way, if you because the reason I didn't watch Jennifer's Body for so long is because I'm like the way it was marketed was like, hey boys, come watch this girl be sexy. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Right, and then, and, but the entire movie is like, right. that's a version of that. And but, that's part of what makes it great. But yeah, no, I understand that's great. But like the, the marketing did not make me want to see this. No, no. <laughs> so that's why I was just like, and when I actually see it that it's like more of like a story about female friendship, I'm like, this is like not what I was expecting at all. This movie's awesome. Also, what a weird cast. Amanda Seyfried, Megan Fox, the guy from Sc- Other Scots in it, um, J.K. Simmons, Chris Pratt is in, like, one scene. <laughs> I'm like, what is this movie? But Replace uh, Chris pa- Pratt with, with uh, Matthew, Matthew Broderick. And we might have something <laughs> here. <laughs> and, uh, oh my god, the, the, the ritual scene is so darkly comedic it's disturbing but really funny at the same time i'm like i don't know how they did it i think diablo cody's an amazing writer everything i've seen that she's written i'm like i i don't know she's awesome so anyway uh the thing we already talked about what's up did you incorporate uh you probably didn't vampire hunter I was going to, and then I was like, there's better movies I could spend my time with. Wait, wait, Abraham Lincoln? Yeah. Yes. 
You said you would watch that it. That should have included. I will watch. Listen, I will watch it with you still, but I did not want that to be one of my thirty-one. Well, I mean, we're not gonna watch it for another like three months. No, dude, dude, I'm gonna watch it. I am getting a little behind, but we'll talk about that. Got to watch ABC's at death tonight. Oh God. Um, the thing, (laughs) the thing. Talked about on Gateway to Cinema, so you can listen to that, and then. Perhaps the second biggest surprise, my favorite of the list so far, the house with a clock in its walls. Replace the six poop jokes with Matthew Broderick, and you might have something. (laughs) There are six poop jokes, and it's the worst part of the movie. And every time one happened, I'm like, why are you trying to actively make me upset? Like, I'm loving your movie. I'm enjoying everything about it. And then all of a sudden, uh uh-oh. The leaf lion pooped out dark leaves. <laughs> it's like, that's not a joke. That's the lowest hanging fruit you could possibly pick. Anyway, other than that, oh my god, this movie's amazing. It's like dark and funny and Jack Black is so just charming. And I'm just like, Jack Black, man, he needs to be in everything. Let's get let's get Jack Black in every movie ever. Can we do that? Do we have the budget for that? Jack Black? How are you gonna like Jack Black this much but not like him in his most iconic role? Oh Nacho Libre. his most iconic role, School of Rock? Nacho Libre. I don't need to sit here and <laughs> take your Nacho Libre talk. <laughs> anyway, Kate Blanchett. Also, my God. <laughs> my, these past three movies I've seen Kate Blanchett and I'm just like... She's such a great actress. And she's so just... She warms the screen whenever she's on it. I'm like, huh. Even, in, even when she's playing Hella, I'm like... Give me more, please. <laughs> I would really like to see what Kate Blanchett's up to right now. And then Ocean's 8. Ocean's 8. She's a boss. She's awesome. And in this movie, she's just the kind old lady who lives across the road. She's not even that old, but she they like really age her up in this movie for some reason. I don't know. Either way. This movie rocks, and I fully expect that no one will agree with me because it's not sitting super high as far as letterboxed uh, reviews go. It's in at a 3.0. I I don't give ratings, but if I had to, I'd give it like a four and a half. How how many how many bumps? I would give this give about twenty six out of fifty thousand negative points. Boops. Bumps. <laughs> What? what what a scale of bumps. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, but this is what the last one, which David and I can talk about, uh, to segue into his. Uh, Venom. Venom! Go get him! I'm a Venom mini brown Venom! <laughs> am I Eminem, guys? Is that who I am now? So, how do we feel about Venom? Well, we know how Jake feels. If you follow him on Twitter or uh, <laughs> any other platform, this movie sucks. 
It doesn't suck as bad as you think it does. Yeah, it might suck worse because I'm honestly being a little too nice to this movie. Because as soon as I come out of the theater, I'm like, I liked one joke and one action scene. I'm maybe being a little too nice to Venom. But you come out of movies saying that you, I absolutely love this movie. This is the top movie. And then like 20 minutes later, you're like, yeah, the movie wasn't good. Like, Well, don't worry. Venom stayed in the same place since I first saw it. Here, let me get my let me get my official ranking to actually tell you where it's at. Um, Venom is a flawed movie, but has potential to be better. I have Venom placed at number fifty-two. It hasn't moved. I don't feel like it, it needs to move. What is it above? What is it below? It's below the legacy of a white-tailed deer hunter, and it's above the strangers prey at night. I considered putting it below The Strangers Pray at Night, but I'm like, I only like one scene in The Strangers, and I like one scene in Venom and a joke. So, <laughs> it has that scale. bit more. It has a bit more going for it. It's just dumb. It's just so dumb. I just, the whole time I'm watching, and I'm sorry, we're not going to spoil it, but I have to mention, this isn't a spoiler, but I just have to mention, when I start talking about the climax, just don't worry, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm saying, as I'm watching this CGI climax, I'm just sitting there like, why is this happening? Why am I here? you got to have the big brain to comprehend. I guess. I'm sorry, I'm not a big enough Rick and Morty fan to really understand Venom. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's the same thing with the Punisher movies too, though, where I'm like, I just don't care about this character either. It's like, okay, you're an edgelord. We get it. <laughs> like, and they like tone that down a little bit with Venom. Like Eddie Brock, he's not super. Nope. Did I say that right? Eddie Brock, that's his name, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Eddie Brock, yeah. <laughs> See, now I got you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm confused. Um, Eddie Brock is like, oh, okay. He's not like, I hate the system. Like, quite like a Punisher, you know? He's not down on the world. But as soon as Venom comes in, and even Venom isn't like super... Never mind, he is. <laughs> but there's like, they try to like lighten up the character of Venom where he's like jokey they try to do like the Spider-Man thing with him I'm like "Mm -mm, this isn't working either (laughs) I don't know what you could have done to fix Venom but whatever they tried was not right (laughs) also not mm, that's kind of a spoiler because I want Aaron to see that moment in pure shock and horror of what they tried to pull off (laughs) I'm just I gonna... will hopefully see this movie soon. So I can... There's we, we Aaron. Aaron, mute, mute it. <laughs> I gotta say it. I gotta say it to them. Take out your headphones. What? What? I have to say it. I have to say this. Sexy Venom was not a good choice. <laughs> and they should never have done it. That's my piece on this. It's honestly so weird. And I felt uncomfortable seeing it. Done. Aaron, you can is play that a your... personal problem? It's a personal uh... problem, but it's also like, why would they ever choose to do that? You're good, Aaron. It's half... I agree. It's... I, I, I agree with... It's half know. personal problem. No. It's half personal problem, half like, why? <laughs> why did you do this? So, that's, uh, that's Venom. 
for me at least. Have a nice life, Venom. Well, he will because he made a lot of money. So yeah, therefore, he there certainly will be a did. Too. He certainly did. So, God dang it! <laughs> I watched Venom. Yeah. I watched Charlie McDennis. <laughs> okay. Because I was trying, uh, I was trying to explain to Matt the game of games. He's like, "What's the game of games?" I'm like Matt. <laughs> season seven episode. You pull you pull them out of season four to make him watch Charlie McDennis. It was just a single episode. Then right, right. right. No, no, I got you. I got you. Because cause he like he was asking about it. I'm like you, you just gotta. And he and he's like, Max fat. I'm like yeah yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, 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 you'll get there. <laughs> it's like a flash forward. It's like how do we get here? Um, but. I've just been I've been very 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 busy with my internship and work, so I haven't been seeing a lot. But like I've been watching House of Cards pretty consistently. How far Season are you three now? now? Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's all it's a heavy watch. <laughs> yeah, every, like there's like 13 episodes in a season. And so it's, it's oh, you mean like <laughs> you um, mean like workload heavy? I thought you meant like subject matter. I'm like, yeah, I've heard that. Well, yeah, both. Yeah, it's both. Yeah. So, but I'm still enjoying it. Like I'm about it. I'm like, ooh, he's about ooh, it. Give me these, give me these politics. I don't even know <laughs> like why. Like I don't even like politics, but maybe I do now. I should be a politician. <laughs> maybe I do now. <laughs> oh man. And yeah, so I hope to see a movie this weekend with Jake. Yay, movie time. Aaron, you want to talk about your pilots? Your pilot's I, license? I, 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 do I, though? Yeah. Because I, I, want, I want to say that this is, like, one of the worst pilot seasons in, like, many, many years. Definitely Uh-oh. since I've been watching every single pilot that uh, comes out. Like, there is not a single show here that I am interested in continuing to watch. Not a single one? Like, every... Like, pretty much every single year, there's been at least one new show where I'm like, okay, I'll keep watching that one. There was nothing. Well, nothing hit, good. hit us with it. God friended me. <laughs> so, so real quick, uh, we're going we're gonna to go down my ranking. Oh, okay. So we're going to get worse as we go on. Starting at, like, the, the middle mm-hmm. of the middle, because we can't really even start with, at the top with these. No. The middle. We're gonna go, I'm going to go with I Feel Bad. Okay. The best one. Yeah. So there's like there's there's some uh, interesting new kind of uh, things they can like tackle here, like because like the the lead actress is her job in the show is like this video game designer, like the the sole female video game designer on this crew of like a bunch of of these like annoying nerdy men and stuff. And there's, like, some new material to at least mine from that. It's not exactly great or, like, that, like, funny of material. But mm-hmm. it's at least something new in the realm of sitcoms. Right. Compared to a lot of shows dealing with similar stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's why I made it at the, 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 the top of the middle. Uh, next up, The Cool Kids. Which Don't know is, what this is. This is this is a, a, a sitcom about people about uh, people in a retirement home, and it, it, it is co-created by Charlie Day. 
And so there, there's, oh, there's, there's, I saw that. There's like a little, there, it's not, again, it's not great. It's a lot of like very cliche sitcom tropes and lazy jokes and stuff. But Charlie Day, he, he even shows up in like a bit role in the uh, pilot. So what you channel? feel like maybe his inclusion can add up to something. What, what channel is this on? Uh, Fox. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Right, next up, I can't believe it made it this high, but this is a this is a sign of how bad this season is. Manifest would be my number three. Yeah. We talked about Manifest. Uh, next up, a million little things, which desperately wants to be the new This Is Us. Yeah. It's not gonna work out for them. No. There's like no long term sustainability on this premise. This is us. Speaking of a show that hit at like a perfect time, that show somehow captured something that I think so few shows like in this era have that somehow it's still like going. Like, I know my family or my sister and my mom mostly watched the Parenthood show. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, like, right when that ended, This Is Us started. And so they, like, fed right into This Is Us. And I'm like, man, they started at a perfect time for them. Like, they couldn't have been better. But they don't need another. They don't need a million. They don't need a million. They don't need need a million little things. Neither do we. Uh, Next up. Moving on. Magnum P.I. What? They remade this show? They remade Magnum P.I. I, I, dude, this... I. I don't watch TV, <laughs> so this is just all new news to me. I'm like, what are some of these? Okay. Yeah, they, they remade Magnum P.I., and it's in the same rebooted universe as their remade Hawaii Five-0 and everything. And same CBS universe, just huh? On... What? Same universe, huh? Yep. I had yep. no clue that was even happening. <laughs> yep. I don't know if MacGyver is in the same universe or You'd not. You'd assume but... so. <laughs> yeah, probably, because they're just re- rebooting all of this. It's 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 not good. It's it has its moments, but basically all those moments are just like the, the stuff that was fun about the original. Right. It's like, oh, okay, that's that's in this one. Too. Wasn't Burt Reynolds the original Magnum PI? No, uh, Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. That's right. I was like, man, that's kind of in poor taste right now. <laughs> like, jeez. Okay. Okay. Uh, next up, New Amsterdam. Don't know what this it's is either. It's a medical drama. It's, oh. it's doing what a medical drama does. God, do you even watch the medical drama pilots? They're all <laughs> I, the same. Well, I mainly watched this one because my cousin was interested in watching it. Mm-hmm. And, and they ended up liking it more than I did. But I just don't like medical drama. Is this the one where he fires everyone? Yes. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why does he fire everyone? Because he's he's the new guy who's going to uh, reinvent the whole system, and also he's dying of cancer. So, oh, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. him and that little um, boy from Manifest. Is he the little boy from Manifest? He's, he's yep. He's, oh my god! Oh, no. oh my god! Another plane. Oh came my god! Back that, and he was that's a actually the plot. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all connected. To the uh, Magnum PI yeah. Hawaii 5.0 uh, universe. It's the same they're universe. Be the to investigate it. Oh my you know? god. Alright, keep going. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with New Amsterdam. Alright, so next up, 
single parents. Oh yeah, it's weird. Like the the entire pilot ends up like the 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 climax of the pilot revolves around them singing uh, "How Far I'll Go" from Moana, and it's just like this really blatant like ABC Disney synergy, and it's it's bad. It's annoying. Uh, next, uh, the, the neighborhood. What is this? Which, uh, goes. Would, this is where a white family moves next door to a black family. Okay. And isn't this a funny premise that has you know not been uh, done to death? You know. Oh no. But that's uh, CBS for you. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is CBS. Of course it is. Why? Uh, they have to really play to their audience. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, next up, uh, Happy Together, which is based is. on the uh, life of Harry Styles, apparently. He's an executive producer on the show. Wait, what? Uh, what is this yeah, show? It's, it's about, like, this uh, uh, like this pop star moves in with this, like, music manager or something. What? Like, what? Damon Wayans is, like, the... What, uh, what show, what manager. channel is this on? CBS. Okay. Yeah, Based that's... on Harry Styles' life? No, yeah. it's not. There's yeah. no. There's yeah. literally no way this is based on his life. Am I he's, wrong? He's like he's an executive producer. Who cares? <laughs> All right. Continue. All right. Next, uh, Rel. Okay. Which is yeah. the mm-hmm. sitcom about the 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 guy from uh, Get Out. And but. Like, Uncle the entire Drew. pilot is just, like, this, the one joke that his wife cheated on him with his barber. And, like, that's the entire joke they have for the I, entire pilot. I remember pilot. seeing this trailer. I was like, okay. Yeah, that. Like, this is the one with it. Sinbad, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sinbad does have an iconic role in Jingle All the Way, but I don't know if it can carry over into this new one. <laughs> into the Jingle uh, All the Way 3, based, the rally the pilot, it does, it does not. No, he, it does, it's not at the level of uh, Jingle All the Way, which is certainly saying something. And that's a high-tier movie, right? No, no, no. <laughs> all right, all right. All, all right, right, so bottom of the list. All right. The worst of the worst. God friended me. Mm-hmm. Well, how did that go for him? It's 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 like if you it, it, it's it's like every single like worst. It, it's like God's not dead with like the technological awareness of your grandparents like slapped onto it. Wait, is it really like a Christian show? It it's, it it does this weird thing where it's like it's like the the lead character is like a, is like an atheist and like his his dad's a pastor and all this sort of stuff mm. and then it just like they have like this big dramatic monologue in the pilot where he talks about like the, how the reason he decided he doesn't believe in God anymore is because like uh uh some someone he knew died in a car crash or something. Like he 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 like prayed for them to be rescued from an illness, and then they got into a car, and then they died in the car crash or something or whatever. But it's it's, it's just the the whole kind of like it's, you know, so it's God's they, not they, dead. They need a tragic backstory. It's kinda. it's God's not dead. Isn't that yeah, the same yeah. reason the guy's an atheist and God's not dead? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's there's literally no reason anyone would ever be an atheist other than personal loss. There's just no reason. <laughs> so it's it's that. 
but then mixed with like this terrible Facebook product placement. So it just dawned on me that this is a drama, isn't it? It is a drama, yes. With a title like that, <laughs> yeah. how is this not a comedy? Where, like, God moves into his apartment, and he's like, Oh, God, what a wacky situation. God, you can't drink all my milk. <laughs> God, God turned all the milk in the fridge into wine. Yeah. And then, oh, oh, God, another oh, freeze God. frames. And I need this show out. to be real. <laughs> because that sounds kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds much better than any of the pilots that uh, I watched this year will not be watching a second episode of any of these. Not even God friended me? Not even for the memes of it? I, I, I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do it, even for the memes. Wow. Not the memes. Alright, so uh, rest <laughs> of my list. Uh, finished Iron Fist Season 2. There was mm-hmm. actually this really interesting uh, course correction they did in like the second half of the season where I'm interested to see where they go with this show now. Like, mm-hmm. I think they might have salvaged it. I don't really? know. Wow. <laughs> it took them an entire season to try to salvage it, but I think they might actually get there. That's, wow. That's high praise for a show yeah. like Iron Fist. All right, so uh, the 2018 films I watched this week. I watched uh, Chappaquiddick, mm-hmm. which I wish... It's, it's, it's all right. It, it has, like, a good cast. And and stuff, but I wish it would have been better because I think there's this really interesting uh, through line in this of like this this idea of like accepting responsibility or like like these questions of whether one should accept responsibility for past actions when like the rest of the, when when society is willing to ignore it you know like right. like if no one else is holding you accountable what do you do that's and a I think really that's like interesting a really yeah yeah i think that's a really interesting story and that's a really interesting uh question to raise i so i wish the movie had was was better that i could more strongly recommend it like, mm-hmm. I, I still think it's pretty good. I'm definitely going to watch this, because I've been yeah. interested since I've seen the trailer. And I think the cast is good enough. You got Jason Clark. He's in uh, yes. First Man. He's really good, yeah. So, like I said, watch him do anything. It's on uh, Netflix. Well, it's not uh, slow our roll. I'm not going to watch it yet. <laughs> yeah. 31 Days of Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. You don't don't get your hopes up, Aaron. I need to watch twenty six <laughs> short films tonight. All right, <laughs> it needs to happen. If you can make it. How long is ABCs of Death? I it's wonder. like over two hours. No. It's long. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. All right. Let's uh. Let's wrap. All this. right. So, but uh, <laughs> let's get through my list. Yeah. Um, I'm just kidding. All right. So all watch right. Hold the Dark, which mm-hmm. I wanted to watch because it's from the same director as Green Room. Is it as disgusting as Green Room? No. Thank God, I'll watch there's, it. There's certain scenes with, like, a lot of violence, mm-hmm. but even then still not, like, dude. on the brutality <laughs> the of... The box cutter. The box cutter, dude. When Amanda Seyfried pulls that box cutter out in <laughs> in um, <laughs> Jennifer's body, I was like, no! <laughs> I'm like, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, no! Anyway... 
So not on the level of green room. It does have some uh, nice atmosphere and like some solid elements to it, but mm-hmm. overall just like doesn't have that same kind of tension. Yeah. So, well, but. I'm honestly, I might like it better if it doesn't have that kind of tension. <laughs> like, I love Green Room. I think it's such a brilliant movie. And oh, but, oh my god, <laughs> I will never watch it again. I don't think I can. But I mean, even even more than just like the 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 tension of like the violence, like the eruptions of violence in Green Room. There's also like a tension of the plot. Like okay. you're in like that closed room environment, right. and like things are just continually escalating and escalating and escalating. If that's what I couldn't do it. <laughs> I could not okay, do so it. This, this isn't to that level. Okay, but... good. I might love it. Let's see. I'll watch it right now, and I'll get. Well, let's watch it. Let's have a watch along party. <laughs> Is it on Netflix? Uh yes. Okay. It's a Netflix original. Oh, interesting. Uh, next up on my list, uh, watched Early Man. I need to watch this. It's 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 like the the lower end of stop motion animation. Like I think like I think like every single stop motion animation basically has like a baseline quality mm-hmm. where it's like you're spending like four years making this it film. Better be good. You're going to guarantee yeah. it's at least like at this certain level of quality. Yeah. <laughs> and that's basically where Early Man's at, where there's like a lot of solid like lines and like visual gags and stuff Mm -hmm. but just it also just falls into like this really familiar uh sports movie plotting sports movie yeah the the whole movie's about soccer (laughs) or football because it's a it's a british movie so what (laughs) yeah it's all about soccer the trailers did not let on to that at Oh no, it did not. No. What? <laughs> now I need to see it even more because now I'm just like, how does this happen? Alright. Alright. All right, so next up, uh Death of Stalin. I need to re- God, you watched some really good ones this week that I, I need I did, to watch. I, did, yeah. I I would definitely recommend this one. It just it's it hits that perfect balance between you know, the darkness and the comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like a Jennifer's very... body balance? Like what? Like a Jennifer's body balance? Sure. I okay. mean, Jennifer's <laughs> body is more comedic than dark, I would say. But... I don't know, man. Do you see that fire scene in Jennifer's one, body? There's, there's, like, there's, <laughs> there's, so, there's so many moments in Death of Stalin where you're like uncomfortable because mm. of like the the the, the content witnessing like this yeah. authoritarian regime and action and stuff and yet at the same time it's 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 letting you feel that uncomfortable nature but it's also making you consistently laugh and it's okay. just like it's such great uh political satire to be able to strike that balance so all right Highly recommend I'm it. So excited to watch that. Oh my god, and you have an even better one coming up. <laughs> I just remembered what else you watched. Uh, final twenty eighteen film, uh first reformed. Oh my Which... god. I told you, man, I was the only one banging this gong when it came out, but oh my god. Yeah. This was a this was a good movie. Like this is one of those movies where you're like this this is this the 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 whole aesthetic, the whole thematic depth, it's like mm-hmm. so on point. You know? Like it's it's like 
it's one of those films that's guaranteed to like linger with you. Yeah, I absolutely. I, I there is not a week that goes by since I've seen this that I don't think about it at least a couple times. I'm like, man, oh man, especially. I mean, I don't want to spoil it because obviously this movie is like so. But there's like a really early scene between Ethan Hawke and I don't Amanda Seyfried's husband in the movie. I can't remember the actor's name Mm -hmm. where they just have this like really long discussion and it's riveting it's absolutely riveting this whole movie for as quiet as it is it's i was not i I was not prepared for what turns and twists this movie was going to take yeah it's definitely one of those films where you don't know where it is heading at any point and then like, like once I, like, you at first i thought the whole film was going to be like those conversations yeah like, he would keep on coming back and they'd keep on having these conversations and it'd be like some kind of like you know my dinner with andre before yeah. sunrise kind of deal where it's just like which would also have been awesome like yeah. that would also have been awesome but like the like oh my god once there's like there's this one little glimpse like not early on but like once a significant thing has happened in this movie, there's, like, this little moment where I'm like, is... He... I'm like, is this going to... I'm like, no, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do that. And then it just keeps building, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to happen. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man. And just the final, like, scene is just so... This movie is... Honestly, I love Mission Impossible Fallout. I love Paddington too. But if I had to pick... Honestly, the best movie of the year. This would be it. I think, like, I can't put a, put my bias towards Mission Impossible or Paddington out of the way. I can't, because I love them both so much, despite their few flaws. Few flaws, I say. But First Reformed, First Reformed might, like, be a perfect movie. Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah like, I, like, I'm in the position, the ones I have above it, I ranked it number four for the year. Above it, I have A Quiet Place, uh, mm-hmm. Black Panther, and Love, Simon. And really, uh, Black Panther and Love, Simon are, like, up there, are higher than it because of, like, that whole kind of, like, personal bias. Just, yeah. Like, those movies made me feel things that, like, no other movie this year or in, in like, a long, long time has made me feel. Yeah. And so, yeah, I would kind of agree. <laughs> yeah. That, um... Uh, First Reformed is just like one of one of those films where like maybe it's not like a personal no favorite but it's it's but even still there are like interesting questions raised that like make you really question how you feel about certain things like obviously this movie goes in a really dark really dark directions but and like obviously I'm not like there or anything but but like but there is just so much interesting things going on here with like the 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 uh the question the the extent of like the despair and these questions are like how does one bring themselves out of this despair and it just hits hard yes like (laughs) yes it does there are just so many great lines too that like are also in the trailer and I'm like these lines aren't going to hold as much weight now that I've seen the trailer like I've seen the trailer a couple times before I saw this and I was like it's not going to have that same weight but even just in the moment with all the context to it too it's just like oh man this movie will break your heart in like the best way possible who would have guessed Paul Schrader had this movie in him as a director like, as a writer, obviously, he wrote, like, Taxi Driver and a lot of great stuff in the 70s. But, yeah. 
This this film is very similar to Taxi Driver. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I still need to see Taxi Driver, though. But I'm like, will I like it less now that I've seen this first? I don't think so. I think they're uh, dissimilar enough that it's not going to okay. make that kind of impact. Oh, my God, this movie. I cannot. It's, 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 it's like <laughs> similar trajectories, but like completely different contexts for it. Mm-hmm. So that like makes the difference. Okay. I... I cannot say enough how amazing this movie is, how I think, like, everyone needs to give this a watch at some point, because, man, if you're looking for something that is bleak and dark, and, like, I mean, I guess this is it, but at the same time, something that'll, like, blow your mind, and, like, Ethan Hawke's amazing in this, and Amanda Seyfried is amazing in this, and I'm just like, this is... I mean, I still need to see a lot of Ethan Hawke movies, but I've seen, like, a ton of Amanda Seyfried movies. So I'm like, this is by far her best work, in my opinion. So not Jennifer's Body. Well, all right. You know what? I need to... I I, I said that without considering the Jennifer's Body angle, but I'll think about it. it. It would be like Jennifer's Body, first reformed, and then Mean Girls, you know? Right. Like, Mean Girls is up there. Also... Replace Cedric the Entertainer with Matthew Project here. You might have something. He has a bigger role than that, but I was just yeah, thinking, yeah. I was thinking who has a small role, and he was the person I could think of with the smallest role. <laughs> anyway. God, First Reformed is... A lot of first movies this year. Oh no, just two. And then Early Man is not first. <laughs> no. <laughs> but they're but both yeah, man. First Man and Early Man is definitely going to confuse someone at some point. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, First Reformed absolutely rocks. It's yeah. it's this movie is so good. Um, I'm using rocks a lot now, and I don't know why. <laughs> I think it was honestly I didn't start using it until I watched Jennifer's Body, and I'm like, there's no other word for this than you're, this you're movie rocks. Two thousand and nine. Exactly. Exactly. Simpler times, those, uh... Yeah, they those were. Those 09s. They were. They make an Aquamarine reference in, uh... <laughs> in, uh, Jennifer's Body. And it's so funny. <laughs> it's, like, a really great line, but that will not age well. <laughs> if someone doesn't know what Aquamarine is, no, that's not gonna age well. Yeah. Uh, but it worked for me. It worked for me. Anyway, guys. That's the end of the episode. Guys, if you want to find us around the internet, you can find Aaron at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. This clever blog game's already taken on Tumbo.com, doing his The Night X Came Home that I still need to read, but I can't up. Yeah, I have uh, I have two entries out now. I started with Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part Five. Yes. And then I just recently posted uh, Murder by Phone. Mm-hmm. This is a good one. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure when this episode will come out, but uh, I don't know if the third one will be out. But I'm doing one a week. I'm doing one a week. So there'll be five total. That's that's a good amount. It's a good amount. Yep. It will also bring me up to 50 overall for the series. There we go. This is just, so. this is the season four of Lost in your... Yeah. There's a writer's strike. It's like all going bad. <laughs> um... And if you want to find David around the internet, you can find him at dbex15 with two S's on Twitter. And if you want to find me around the internet, you can find me at Jake's... 
Jake underscore lace. lace. I was saying my old Twitter name from like three years ago. Um, you find me at Jake underscore lace on Twitter. Jake lace on Tumblr. Jake lace on Instagram. If you want to see posters for horror movies, that's all I post. Um, and you can find me on uh, Letterboxd if you want to follow my journey, my dude, through the, the world of horror. You can see my earliest reaction to ABCs of Death. <laughs> you can do that. Um, I don't know, man. Why am I going to watch this? <laughs> anyway, if you want to find the podcast, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Twitter, Facebook. Email us at RebootArdioUnderway at gmail.com. And guys, join us next week when we talk about something that's going to be a, a, called a longer podcast with more segments, uh, all hosted by your lovely host. Goodbye, bye, man. There it is. He only made one appearance this week, but... I know. Well, that's why we need the longer episodes. I know. You know, we need to we need to find time for the bye bye man. Replace the bye bye man very... with Matthew Broderick, <laughs> and you might have something here in a podcast. All right, I did that meme too many times in the final ten minutes. We're done. We we, we always overkill a meme. Every yeah, and we never learn. We just keep going, and <laughs> we'll burn it forever. Goodbye. <laughs>